Hello, everybody, and welcome to the MGTOW Academy show live. I am, of course, your host, MGTOW Academy. Who else would be your host? The local time is 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're just going to go ahead and wait a bit for our viewers to come in. Right, the audio is working, apparently. So um, we're going to wait for some viewers to come in. We've got some interesting articles that we're going to cover tonight. And uh, for those of you who are listening to this uh, as a podcast, like as it like as a you know as in not live like post recording date uh check the episode information box and i should have uh a time mark uh as to like when we actually start covering content uh so you can go ahead and skip to that part but right now we're just gonna wait for our uh viewers to come in we got some um interesting stories to cover i even found another one um it it was it involves fish taco scented perfume i know that sounds ridiculous but we have some interesting stories to cover here tonight on the show guys uh by the way it is also excuse me it's also the one year anniversary for the MGTOW academy youtube channel that's right uh exactly one year ago june 15th 2017 i made one of the best decisions of my life by deciding to upload uh a video to a YouTube channel that I called Megtel Academy. And once you look at that a year later, we're still here. We're still going strong and I've grown uh, into a much bigger and better channel. And um, I just w- really would like to say thank you to all my 633 subscribers and all those viewers who are always, you know, there to support me and all that. I really do appreciate your support, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on uh, any podcast platform, whether it's on Twitter or wherever I am, your support, it's greatly appreciated. It's the motivation that keeps me going. By the way, last in the last stream, I had some people asking me if there was like a place to donate to MGTOW Academy and there is a Patreon, I have it in the description box. So you got, if you guys want to donate, you're more than welcome to. It's not necessary, but once again, you're more than welcome. So, uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump right into the first story. I okay, okay. This was actually uh pretty cool. Uh, what? Oh, I have a bunch of them. I really do have a bunch of them. I'm not sure what. <laughs> I have so many that I'm not sure which one I should do first. Um, by the way, if you guys ever want to join the stream, if you guys have any uh, topics you want me to discuss, uh, go ahead and let me know. But uh, let's go ahead and get let's go ahead and get working. So, do, 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 do. okay, we'll do this one. It's actually this pretty cool article. Oh, hey, Bobby Seidel, thanks for joining the stream. Bobby Seidel says, as time goes by, there will be an increase in viewing, and you are the best, your fan and your MGTOW brother. All right, thank you, Bobby. Your continued support, it's greatly appreciated. Now, we have a, a bunch of stories and articles that we're going to cover tonight. And another interesting another interesting one that I found, it was actually surprisingly interesting. It was about how women, like, it, it showed 14 ways that women get our attention. And, not, and it's like a list. So it's like one, two, three, four. Number two on the list, it involves using their natural perfume and um they just basically stick their hand between their legs and wipe it. It's just weird, and it just shows you that they they are aware of of um, you know their their ability to capture men's attention and all that. So we're gonna cover that story after we cover this. So let's go ahead and jump right into the article. I need to type it in. It's called it's a, it's an interesting thing. It's called micro cheating, 
And uh, once again, I am I am typing with one hand, so please do bear with me because I have like a microphone. It's a it's a, a very nice microphone, and I love it. Except that uh, I gotta like hold it up to my my to my mouth because if I set it on the desk, this is what it sounds like. I'm not even sure if you guys can hear me, so I gotta hold the microphone up to my hand and do everything else with one hand. Okay, so this was by the BBC. I always try to use uh, BBC uh, to cover articles because. You know, they're just more trustworthy uh, than other sources, even if they're biased. They're still more trustworthy. But let's go ahead and jump right into the article. Uh, when does micro cheating become actual cheating? <laughs> Is it possible to be unfaithful, unfaithful just a little bit? OK, so let me get this straight. So I, I thought it was just. You, you're faithful or you're cheating. Like, like I thought that there was a, a fine line. Okay, I can't show you a line, but I thought that there was like a fine line between being faithful and and cheating. But now, apparently, micro cheating is something. You know, you can imagine a conversation going on. Um, you know, with gen- Generation Z, uh, couples. And by the way, that's actually a thing. Generation Z couples, they're gonna be like that's gonna be a thing soon. Like Generation Z couples, they're gonna be getting married soon. So that's something. Uh, that you you want to be aware of, all right? So that's going to be interesting. But I'm that's like another topic for another time. But seriously, though, imagine that in the future there's this conversation and then the wife's like, oh, honey, I'm micro-cheating with our neighbor. It's okay. I still love you. It's, it's micro-cheating. It's okay, honey. It's just micro. You know, it's not actual, actual cheating. It's micro-cheating. This is a bit confusing. And there is some, like, I, like there are those... You know, parts of this article that make you go, well, yeah, I can see why, but that still doesn't excuse it. But let's go ahead and cover the article so you guys actually understand what I'm talking about. All right. So once upon a time, cheating was all about lipstick on the collar, the smell of perfume on a lapel or an incriminating receipt in a trouser pocket. Even with the dawn of social media, there were clear clues, a full on kiss in a party photograph or someone checking in somewhere that they shouldn't be. But now, in an age of dating apps and direct messages, things are a lot more complicated. Enter micro-cheating, the latest buzzword in the realm of infidelity. As the name suggests, it's all about things you might think that are naughty but can be. And therein lies the dilemma. If it can include subtle actions, how do we define micro-cheating? And can there really be a thing such as cheating but only a little bit? Uh, guys... Share your thoughts on this whole micro cheating stuff in the in the live chat because I, w- I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, my thoughts. Oh boy, it's just it it goes to show how like like couples they're just they're they're literally pushing it to the limit. Like they're trying to stay in a relationship, but they're also trying to cheat. Like that that's what it looks like to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Baby. Okay. So Bobby Seidel says. BBC, they're not serious when it comes to facts. Yeah, micro Well, I mean, all look, all news sources are going to be biased. And I, I understand that, you know. And, you know, understand if you understand how biased information is put out there, it does get really scary because you learn about how um, funding, like advertising, the advertisers and the funders for different companies or news organizations, they it actually affects how information is put out there. And it's hard to find an unbiased source these days. And of course, I wouldn't be surprised if BBC puts out, uh, they, they don't put out false information. I know that. 
but they still would put out biased information. Uh, but they don't put out false information. I know that. So that's why I try to use them because, I mean, it's, I mean, all the news sources suck to a certain extent, but they're, they're the best off, you know, all the other options. But let's continue reading. All right. So, yes, says Dr. Martin Graff, a professor of psychology at the University of South Wales, who is something of an expert. He wrote about this modern dating dilemma in a recent article for a psychology journal explaining how infidelity has evolved as we live more of our lives online. Dr. Graf defines micro-cheating as any act or behavior by someone in a relationship which might suggest to a third party that they are emotionally or physically available. Before smartphones, micro-cheating might have been the sneaky removal of a wedding ring before a night out, but in the digital age, it's easier than ever to signal someone that you're available. Anything from deep liking, which is where you go back to someone's Instagram feed and you like their very old post, to sending sly direct messages. Uh, I, I believe that's pronounced Nishi Hogston, who has written a book about the history of dating, agrees that micro-cheating is, the new, is a new name for old behavior. Even as far back as the 18th century, people were flirting via inappropriate letters or revealing inappropriate thoughts in their diaries, she says. What has changed is that we now have the tools which make it far easier to commit micro-cheating than ever before. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, basically, it's just easier for women to get more dick. Got it. All right. Hey, Beavale, how are you? Thank you for joining the stream. <laughs> okay, Bobby Seidel says, the only micro I know is microbiology. And then uh, let's go ahead and read what Beavale said in the live chat. Uh, Hi, have you read or heard of The War Against Boys by Christina Hoff Summers? It's an infuriating book because of its relevations. Uh, yes, I actually I haven't read the book, but I've heard of the book and I'm familiar with the uh, with the con the basic concepts surrounding and how boys and masculinity in general is being attacked and how girls are put, you know, they're they're usually favored over boys, you know. Uh basically Girls get opportunities at the expense of boys, if that's the right way to word it. So I am familiar with the concepts surrounding the war against boys, the war on masculinity, the war against men. I get that, but I haven't read the actual book. And if, um, if there's a way that I can get it, um, I'll, I would love to read that book. Um, yeah, feminists are deliberately emotionally abusing boys in school and handicapping their education. Absolutely. Um, and not just that the school system has many problems. And, and on top of that, the school, uh, I'm pretty sure that now, uh, boys, they, they're just not allowed to be boys anymore. There's not many more competitive games allowed in school. Uh, you know, we're not allowed to play that kind of stuff like dodgeball. I love that game, even though I wasn't the, the best, but I still had fun, you know? And it's not about bullies. It's about good sportsmanship. That has nothing to do with boys. All right. Even though I wasn't the best at dodgeball, I wasn't, I wasn't too bad at it, but I wasn't the best, but I still had tons of fun because it was a competitive game, but now we don't have that stuff anymore. And then, um, zero tolerance. It basically, uh, it's a policy that protects bullies to sum it up in a sentence. It's pretty stupid. Um, I've never been in a fight, but if someone ever attacks me or does something, I will not hesitate to uh, knock the living crap out of them. How about that? All right. Um, Bobby Seidel says, why don't they call it a micro, <laughs> micro coming since it's not really coming? What a farce. Oh, man. Well, it's just, uh, to be honest with you, it, it just looks like it's it's a way for 
uh, people to push the boundaries of relationships. You know, it's like they're they're really pushing the boundaries. Like it, it just it's really ridiculous. You know, and I understand that the article said that this has been like a thing that's been going on for a while now, but now it's 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 a bit different. Okay, because now it's it's harder to tell if somebody's quote unquote micro cheating and um it, it's really pushing the boundaries on relationships you know so you, like and you can imagine a conversation between a future couple going something along the lines of oh honey i'm just micro cheating with the neighbor i'm gonna go over to his house now and just micro cheat with him and go micro cheat with him it's okay it's not actual cheating it's micro cheating you know why because it's a micro it's not poor yeah that that's just stupid it's either you're faithful or you're uh a cheater that's how i view it Okay, you're really pushing the boundaries, and that's that's just my personal view. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know. This is my personal views. Uh, and then Beville said, "Hence, female applications to college now outnumber males by fifty percent." And of course, you will never hear them consider this situation a problem. You know, that's absolutely right. And uh, for those of you who've been following me on Twitter and and all that good stuff, you are aware that I've been working on my uh, upcoming podcast to kick off season two of the MGTOW Academy Show, the Silent Male Suicide Epidemic excuse me, silent male suicide epidemic. And I was looking into like why, like the reasons behind why men's problems are ignored. And it's because our problems are viewed as we of course, we are all familiar with the with the concept that men are viewed as the disposable gender in society. We're familiar with that concept, okay? And I can actually pull up the notes right now. Let me see if I can pull them up real quick because I have more thoughts on there. I'm trying to find it. Okay, so basically, men, they're viewed as the disposable gender, right? And whenever they have problems, no one really cares about it, all right? We are, we, we are portrayed poorly in the media. We're always portrayed as bad parents, clumsy, stupid idiots. Uh, and then we, we're even, uh, the false assertion that the perpetrators of domestic violence are usually men, that's also portrayed in there. So... Society, they're, they're getting a, a fairly bad view on men in general, all right? And then we are the disposable gender, okay? And society, they don't really care if a man dies. If a man dies, well, okay then. Another man's going to come in and fill his place, all right? If a, if a woman gets divorced, no big deal. The government can take care of it, all right? If a man gets killed... um. On the job, which is, by the way, most likely going to happen compared to a woman, because men do lead uh, work-related deaths. So if a, if a man dies on a construction job or whatever, no one cares because he's going to get replaced. And remember, we're the disposable gender. Why would you care? Okay, imagine this. It's like worrying about uh, an issue that you're having with a disposable item, like a disposable item that you have. Like, I don't know, reusable coffee cups or something. You know, if something's wrong with it, you won't really care that much because it's disposable. You don't, you don't need, you're going to, you're just going to get another one. It's disposable. So no one cares. We are the disposable gender. No one, nobody's going to care if we're leading suicides, which we are by a, uh, a very high alarming, an alarmingly high rate. Uh, no one, no one's going to care if we are significantly lower. And college applications, no one's going to care because we are the disposable gender. Okay, we are disposable. One of us dies, another one's going to come in and fell our place. That's why no one cares. All right. So I hope that kind of puts things into perspective, into perspective as to why God, you know, why society doesn't care about the problems that men face. 
And it is, a, it is of course, a big deal. And I, and I understand that that's the whole reason that I have this channel set up here, all right? But <laughs> no one cares, honestly. You know, and yeah, we might see some change in the future, but still not going to be that much. And I just, that's just my opinion. Okay. Cause remember we are the disposable gender. Um, so let me continue reading the gums. Okay. So Beville also added in the live chat. Uh, they just come up with all kinds of excuses as to why it should be that way. Um, can you tell us any personal experiences along those lines in school? Your perspective could make a valuable contribution. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go, okay. So, uh, be, for those of you who are like listening to this as a podcast after, uh, this is archived, uh, a user, I'm not a user, a viewer just asked in the live chat, uh, if I could like share some experiences, um, uh, in school that short, that sort of like are related to, uh, m like school quote unquote emasculating boys. So first of all, uh, when I was in middle school, I'm, I'm going to high school next year, but when I was in middle school, um, we would have to like sit down in gym class. Right. And this is just a simple thing, but it, it did give girls a, um, a privilege or whatever. Um, we would like have to sit down at the end of the, at the end of gym class. And then the girls, they would get to go to, lo to the locker room first. And then the boys would go last. And well, <laughs> well, you see about that. Uh, it didn't exactly go to plan because me and my friends, uh, we, we, we told the coaches that we changed our gender and we were obviously playing along, but we wanted to see if it would work. So we told the coaches that we sexually identified as women, uh, in third period that we changed our gender to women in third period. And then they said it was like, okay, well that's, that's just like, that's, that's sexist. You know, <laughs> but I mean, we, we were joking about having a good time. We don't care if we go last or first, we don't care. That's just petty stuff. Or not petty. That's that's little stuff. We don't care, all right. But we, we were just making, we were just having fun out of that kind of stuff, right? So there's that. And um, I don't really have any more. I I know stories of friends who have experienced the emasculating part in school. Like, um, okay, so like whenever there's a fight, both people get punished equally. That's called zero tolerance policy. And basically, what happens is if you get attacked by somebody, and you like let let's say let's say come a guy comes up and he starts beating you up or whatever he puts you into a chokehold. What are you gonna do? If what I would do if a guy put me into a chokehold, I would get out of the chokehold and beat him up, not try to kill him, beat him up so that he's like immobilized and so that he can't hurt me anymore. He is a threat to me, and I will I will take care of that threat. I don't care if I get suspended. I don't care. My safety comes first, not what the school says. All right, so. A, like, you know, you might hear stuff that said, you might hear stuff along the lines of, it doesn't matter who started it. Uh, let me tell you something, guys. It actually does matter who started it. Okay. If you're minding your own business and a guy comes up and, and starts hurting you or assaulting you or beating you up, that is a problem. He is the one who initiated it. I don't know how people just, just conform to that garbage. I don't get it. Okay. If somebody attacks you or hurts you or punches you, whatever, you gotta punch them back. Okay. Cause it doesn't matter. It's like, one punch is equal to 100 punches in, you know, according to school logic, you know. So basically school protects bullies. And, you know, you hear stuff all the time uh, of how like the school teachers and whatever the administration, they say, if somebody's bullying you, come tell us. No, you don't tell them because they're not going to do anything. They're just going to say, 
They're going to give him some verbal garbage about why you shouldn't bully. And that's it. That's it. You're not going to get anything else. They're not going to protect you. Okay? Understand that they're not going to protect you. Okay? You, it's just you. You, you got to defend yourself. And my personal advice, if it's possible, file a complaint to the police or some local law enforcement because it, it in the state where I live in, and I'm pretty sure it's also legal in all other states, bullying is against the law. So take it to the police or some law or whatever and get it taken care of from there. Because the school system, well, it's owned by the government. And you know there's bound to be some things wrong there. And look, I'm not trying to sound like some privileged kid complaining about this and that. Look, I understand that I have access to a free education and all that. And that there are people around the world who don't, and they're literally willing to die for that. And I understand that. Uh, and I, and I, and I appreciate the fact that I have access to a free education. Don't get me wrong. But when the system fails to protect children, when it fails to educate them properly, that is when I have the right to complain. So I'm, I don't want to give off the vibe that I'm some privileged dude complaining about, uh, you know, free education. Well, I mean, yeah, I am, but like it's not doing his job properly. Okay, school isn't just about learning uh, your ABCs and one, two, threes. It's about learning to function in society. That I mean, school is one of the most socially primitive environments that you will ever be in in your entire life. Okay, that is how people develop their quote unquote people skills. All right, and if school is failing to teach, like if it's failing to teach people that hey, you shouldn't hurt people, then what, what do you expect? I mean, bullies, they're protected by schools. And I know that may sound ridiculous, but that's how things are, okay? And I've, like I said, I've never been in a fight, but this is based off of the stuff that I've looked up. And you can look it up, uh, for those of you who are watching, listening to this right now, you can look it up on Reddit yourselves, look at all those stories or whatever of how bullies protect schools. Just go to Google right now or whatever and type in uh, schools protect bullies, Reddit, and you'll find some stories on there. And it, it just shows it, it, it will infuriate you with how ridiculous that the education system is. It, it really will. It is ridiculous. All right. So, um, let's see what else was like. I think that was about it. Um, uh, if you have any more specific questions regarding my experiences in school, I don't mind answering them. Uh, but yeah. So let's continue going on. Uh, Bobby Steidel says, if a man dies, it's like a tree falling in a folk. Exactly. Like I said, we're just with the disposable gender. If, if one of us die, oh no, a man died. Next replacement. Okay. Big, not, not, not like no one cares. Really. This is the, this podcast is the best. Thank you, Bob. So I do appreciate that. But, um, okay. So let's not, um, waste any more time on this article. By the way, guys, I have a really interesting article that I want to cover. Uh, excuse me for a second. Oh no, where did my live chat go? I have a I have a pretty cool article that I want to check out after um after we finish covering this one. Okay, good. For some strange reason, I can't monitor like the live chat for some reason, but I fixed it. It's okay. It's okay. We fixed it. Okay, let's not waste any more time and continue on with this micro cheating thing. All right. So, uh, where are we here? Okay, messaging an X. All right. So. You're at a you're at a gig on a date with your partner. The support act turns out to be a favorite of your ex. You take a picture and text it to him or her. Fast forward 24 hours, they've replied and put a kiss at the end of their message. If you continue the conversation, are you cheating? Um, I mean, jeez, man, I don't know. 
It, it, it truly depends. <laughs> Bobby Sell says, how can, how can the schools be failing to teach? They don't teach. Exactly. And look, like I said earlier, I mean, I understand that I have access to a free education and all that, but still, there are many things wrong with that. And, and in addition to that, the, te- the, the teachers, they don't get treated the way they, they deserve to be treated. I know that the school system, uh, you know, th- that there are some horrible teachers out there in this, and I understand that. But not all teachers are, are, are mean or whatever you might think. You know, they're, they're, they can be the most influential people in your entire life. They can be the, the people who will help you get into a college or help you get a job or help you get an internship, Okay. I mean, teachers don't get the respect that they deserve. They have to put up with so much crap. They have to deal with cranky middle schoolers for a living. Okay, I respect that enough, okay? I can't even stand uh, the majority of middle schoolers, and they got they had to do this for a living, all right? And then, you know, they, they, they have these – okay, so there's these reviews, right, for teachers. And basically, um, whenever – like, they, they get paid based off of performance. It's, it's called pay per performance. And – uh, it, it's where the teacher's salary is decided based on the sal- on the test scores of the students. And that's just stupid, okay? If some students don't do their work, if they don't study for the test, they don't do their work, the teacher suffers. It's no wonder that teachers go bonkers whenever a class gets a, like the entire class gets a low test score. I mean, I don't, I don't blame them, you know? And then they have these tough reviews for the teachers that stresses them out. They have to deal with middle schoolers for a living. They have to deal with high school. They have to deal with students for a living. That's enough, right? Okay, that's enough. You don't have to add the stress to their job. But then, in addition to that, there's a standardized testing. You know, we got all these different companies that are trying to profit off of education. You know, and 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 that's how that's just how the world is becoming. Everything is becoming a profit. Even basic necessities of life are becoming a profit. Education. Okay, you don't need it to survive, but it is one of those necessities that you need to have in life. You need to learn. It's it's being profited off of by big companies. Houghton Mifflin Harcourt, for example, uh, in the area where I live, they uh, make the textbooks, they make the tests, uh, College Board, they make the tests to get into high school and all that kind of stuff. Um, we have Pearson. They profit off of it. They make these textbooks, they make the tests, and then they, they make profit off of this. And then, like I said, basic necessities of life, like water, uh, it, it's owned by big corporations. And, and that's just, that just goes to show you how companies practically own us these days. That's, that's just the way that things are. Yeah. I know. The, but the, yeah. The best, I mean, teachers are doing their best. Okay. They're doing their best with the, with the conditions that they're in. And uh, I, I got to give them respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Sal said a teacher uh, can uh, can give this to survive a school week. I know it's not easy just surviving one school week. They got to do this for a living, and I and I do feel bad for them. But uh, we're gonna continue reading. And by the way, we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna go ahead and uh, look this up right now. Fourteen. I'm trying to look up on. Give me a second, please. Okay, okay, okay. It was called fourteen women. Women. Describe. We're going to come back to that. We're going to keep scrolling through this. Okay, so um, responding to an ex, right? The experts say there is nothing wrong with being in touch with exes, but you should always run at it by a current partner. The situation is fine if you aren't secretly 
angling for a reconciliation or if you're bored or in need of attention. A lot of people message their exes for a quick ego boost if they know that the ex might still harbor feelings for them. Uh, okay. Okay. I see that. And then what else? Liking someone else's posts on social media. Oh man. I don't know why, why people like value social media so much. Like, I mean, I get it, but it's not that important. Like it's a like, it's a heart. It's a, 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 a whatever it is, whatever a like, I don't know, but it's, it's not that valuable. I don't know why people value social media or something, but Hey, that's the, and that's just my opinion, you know? My opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so let's continue reading. All right, so you're in bed. You've turned the lights out, but you can't sleep. Your thumb itches, and you start scrolling through Instagram. You start liking the posts of someone who, if you weren't in a relationship, would be very much your type. Then you do the same thing on your lunch break. And on the bus home, you leave a few emojis on the latest post, including a heart. And then the experts say... People who feel insecure may be more bothered by this than others, and perhaps that's a sign that there is a bigger problem in their relationship. Liking people's posts isn't necessarily something to feel bad about, but if you were regularly liking the same person's posts, that might be more of a concern. And then, okay, okay, then this building those platonic relationships online, uh, friendships online. So you went on a holiday with a group of uni mates and had a big night out where you really bonded with one of them who was on your course. Becoming Facebook friends, people still use Facebook? Ew. Ugh. Becoming Facebook friends when you got back was the logical next step. From there, things have naturally progressed to following each other on Instagram, and suddenly on the bus home, you get a DM asking for your number. They want to talk to you about coursework. And uh, I'm just saying it may not be about coursework, but hey, that's just my, this, this, this is my opinion. It may not be about coursework, hey, but hey, who wanted to say that? So, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. Bobby's title put it, he, he could have said any better. Social media is an addiction. It's a, it turns you into an egotistical monster. I mean, if you have a purpose for it, like you have something or like you need to promote or something, you need to stay connected with your fan base or viewer base or whatever it is, like for MGTOW Academy's Twitter account. Um, you know, there's a reason for that. Okay. I don't put out any, I don't really put out that much personal information out there. I do give out a little stuff, but not really, you know, I, I have, I, I filter that, you know, I have a filter on that personal stuff and the whole goal of MGTOW Academy having Twitter is to let you guys know that, Hey, I'm not, you know, I'm just not dead. I'm, I'm actually doing stuff for MGTOW Academy, even though I'm not uploading frequently. I still am, but, um, okay. So let's, let's, let's see what the experts have to say about it. Okay. You've got to be honest and decent about it. If you're in a stable relationship and you do these things, such as building a relationship with someone else or texting other people, it's out of order. Okay. Oh, what's not dating your profile on dating apps? Dating apps. Oh, boy. Um, remember, dating apps, it's like a cock buffet for women because they have an endless supply of, of cock to choose from. They, they seriously do. Uh, they, they do. It's like It's like going to a slave auction and literally seeing thousands of slaves in front of you, and then the woman gets to choose which one she wants. Except that it's the slaves who are willing to do it. Like that's just that. That's what dating. That's what dating apps are like. Guys just put themselves out there, and then you know, um, women have an endless buffet of 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 dick to choose from. So, just say, just saying. All right. So, uh, we've all been there. 
After months of trolling dating apps, you are now several months into what seems to be a real-life relationship. It's great, but you can't quite bring yourself to delete your dating apps yet. You even find yourself occasionally swiping when you're bored. What do the experts say? Okay, so not deleting your online dating profiles is completely inexcusable. It's also a power move to leave the other person anxious about the fact that you haven't deleted them. Ah, uh, okay. Fantasizing about someone else while having sex. Jeez, man, I, I just masturbate, but whatever. <laughs> so uh, you can't look at your new boss in the eye because last night while getting intimate with your partner, their face popped into your head. Uh, happens to be when I jerk off. I think, and, and I think of people that I don't even want to think of when I jerk off, but hey, it happens. So it was completely unexpected, although you had been answering work emails late that night in bed and it startled you so much it put you off. This is 100% worse than that time you snogged Ryan Gosling or is it Gosling in your sleep, but is it micro cheating? Okay, so the experts, I'll read the long one. So the experts say, uh, if you're going to be in a monogamous, relationship with someone the very least you can be allowed is porn and fantasy i would actually agree that fantasies are safeguards against cheating and this isn't cheating it's very common and lots of us do it but it is a case of not being present uh, if it is a case of not being present for your partner and you'd be surprised how many people can sense when your focus isn't on them and even if they can't read your mind so that's definitely something to think about if this is you okay so i do understand some things over here all right, but micro cheating, like like don't push the boundaries, folks. Okay, we're not trying to, we're not trying to push the boundaries. All right, I want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Sile, once again, just put it correctly. Experts, I'm an expert of knowing everything about nothing at all. You know, you know, hey, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna find the next story, guys. This is a story that I've been wanting to do for a while. All right. Uh, it was, hold on, let me pull it up. It was, it was pretty interesting. Uh, it was about how women actually like, like they draw attention from men. All right. It's called, it's, what was it? This from thought, from thoughtcatalog.com. Not like the T-H-O-T type of thought, uh, the, like the thinking type of thought. And it's titled 14 women describe their go-to strategy for getting male attention when they create. Okay. So I'll go ahead and type that in. For 14 women describe their go-to strategy. There it is. Close enough. All right. Close enough. All right, guys. So this is the story that I was talking to you guys about. So let's go ahead and go over it. <clears throat> All right. So let me fix this thing real quick. All right. All right. Hey, Ben is here. Uh, uh, friends. Hello, Ben. Thank you for joining the stream. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and get right into this article. So, 14 women describe the go-to strategy for getting male attention when they crave it. All right. And, and this is not a new article, actually. It's from 2015. So, uh, let's go ahead and check it out. Okay, so... Number one, wear lipstick to paint a truck. Okay. Anytime I need male attention, I just put on so much red lipstick. I pretty much need a paint gun to get it all on. I'm talking about basic fire engine red lipstick, but enough to paint a truck. Any guy who sees those puckered red lips and his blowjob sirens 
start screaming in his head. I can wake up in sweatpants with certain a nasty case of bad head, but if I shovel on and go outside, I pretty much have to be with a baseball bat. Kathy is with us again. All right. All right. Let me hope that. Let's hope that fixes it. Let's see. Uh oh. Uh. On. What happened to my audio? Hello? Can anybody hear me? What's wrong with the... Is it working? Uh, I'm not sure what's wrong with the... What happened to my audio? Is it work? Okay, I guess it's working. Okay, my bad. All right, guys, looks like the audio is working. My bad. Okay, okay, okay. We got it fixed. False alarm. It's okay. False alarm. That was just a test. Okay, so number two. Let's continue on with the list. Number two. Dab on some natural perfume. If I'm at a club or a bar and I want to attract men, I'll just go into the bathroom, stick my fingers up between my legs, and swirl my fingers around inside my kitty, then dab the moisture behind my ears and on my wrists. Works like a charm every time. Don't believe me? Try it. And that was by Rhea, who was 27 years old. Okay. Okay, okay. Noise. All right, all right. So, natural perfume. You know, guys, there is just nothing more attractive than the natural scent of, of like, fish taco, you know? Guys just love that fish taco, you know. Uh, I'm I'm just saying, you know. I'm being honest. I'm all about being honest, you know. The natural perfume, you know, the fish taco. So yeah, um, you know, I that that really makes me wonder now. Okay, twenty-seven. We got twenty-seven. That's interesting. I never knew they would actually go to those depth, that level, to get female attention. Who would have known? All right, number three. Well, it's a scientific fact that men lose 50 IQ points at the mere hint of boobs. They can't help it. It's in their wiring. Poor little boys. So if I need an ego boost, I just cram my boobs into my tightest push-up bra and head out on the town. It's like presenting two jugs of fresh milk to a dozen starving alley cats. Like I said, they can't help it. Well, you see about that. If you are a man going his own way, we are actually well aware of your uh, attention-seeking motives or whatever you want to call them, moves, whatever. We know you're desperate for attention, all right? We're not like we, – we know that it's, you're not flirting with us. You know – we know – we know, we, and we are well aware that you're just wanting to use us to inflate your ego, okay? 
here at MGTOW Academy, my job is to uh, just basically let my viewers know and my 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 students know uh, that that women that like this is what to do when it gets some attention. So uh, I mean, you literally like no, I don't see, I don't get what you're doing this for, guys. Come on, are you like that desperate for attention? You're shoving. Let me let me know. Let me get this straight. You're shoving your fingers up your you know what, and you're and you're literally dragging you know you're wiping that stuff all over you you're putting on a crap ton of lipstick acting like that's gonna like turn guys on and now you you, you, you're wearing pusher bras and and that's just meh like like you got anything better than that like we're more about personality okay i don't know why you think we're we're entirely sex driven or something but hey whatever all right so let's go on to number four any mention of sex I don't care about makeup or plates or fingernail polish or high heel shoes or any of the other worn out tricks that girls use to try and snag a guy. All you have to do, trust me on this, it's been battle tested, is mention sex. No, I don't mean come out and say, I want to have sex with you. Just mention sex in any context. Talk about the mating habits of meerkats. Talk about how. Some poor girls can't even have orgasms. Talk about how at any given moment, there are 100 million people having sex across the planet. Talk about how Americans are sexually repressed. And if you want to be really obvious, sigh and say, it's been a long time since you've had sex. But I'd counsel against the obvious approach. Just start with the meerkats and work at it from there. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, are, you, are you really that? Well. Um, okay then. So, apparently, we lose 50 IQ points, uh, whenever girls say boobs, and then, uh, what else is it? What, what else was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any mention of the word sex is, is supposed to immediately make us want to chase you. Well, uh, you know, that's not going to happen that much these days, because remember, more men are going their own way each and every day, so you're, like, like the chances of that stuff working in the future... Is this going to make you look like a whore? Oh, wait, you are. Oh, wait, crap, you are. My bad, my bad. All right, let's keep reading. Number five, smile. What? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with that. But let's see the reason as to why they're smiling. Okay, number five is smile. Men have this thing in their brains where you, when you smile at them, the message they get is, I'm happy. Oh, I'm sorry. The message they don't get, that they don't get is, I'm happy. They hear I want to have tons of wild monkey sex with you right here on the bar. So if you want sexual attention from men, just smile at them. They are complete and utter suckers for it. Uh, I don't know. Guys who are watching this right now, do you think of sex when a woman smiles at you? Like, seriously. How, why, would, why would you think of sex if somebody smiles at you? That, that's insanely weird. You know, if somebody just smiles at you like, you, like you're going to... Uh, like you go into uh, I don't know uh, McDonald's or something, and then there's like a female cashier. She says, "Hi, how are you doing?" And then she smiles at you. You get like an immediate boner. No, that's not how it works. Okay, who who wrote this? Cindy. Cindy wrote this. She's 24. Cindy. No. No, Cindy. No. Stop. We do not think of sex when you smile at us. That is not how we work. Okay, it is a smile. It makes us happy, not horny. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay, number six, touch him. 
Whew. All right, let's see this. When I want a man to sexually objectify me, let's be honest. What women doesn't? So as long as she's attracted to the man in question. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what? so as long as they're attracted, as long as they're attracted to that man or whoever it is, she wants to get, she wants to get sexually objectified. She wants to get sexually objectified. Oh my God. Okay. Let me see something right here quick, guys. Female. Uh, oh, won't you look at that? Female objectification. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up right now. I just typed in female and then I looked up. I I typed in OBJ and then it's like, there it is. Female objectification. All, all, see? All here. All here. But hey, hey, they, I mean, I mean, they, they said it right here. That they want a man to sexually objectify me as long as they're attracted to that person. So I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever you want, ladies. I don't know. It's up to you. I mean, you might be, you might be bipolar. I don't know, but whatever you want, whatever you want. So I'll just give him a light touch. I'll gently tap his arm, clasp his hand for half a second, give him a playful shove, grab onto his shoulder, and say something sincere to him while looking straight into his eyes, or even something tiny like picking a piece of imaginary lint off of his shirt. <laughs> okay, so uh, to sum up, by the way, to sum up what we have covered so far is that for women who are desperate for male attention, they 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 literally put on a crap ton of lipstick on their lips. I mean, where else would they put it? Then they stick their fingers up their you-know-what, and, and then they wipe their fingers all over themselves expecting for it to work, and apparently it does. And then they mention sex, they show off their boobs, and then they, um, what else was it again? Oh, yeah, 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 they show off the boobs, and now they're touching him. So now they, they have to go, they have to resort to imaginary lint. They're resorting to imaginary lint. No, 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 I'm not making this up. Like, like, like picking a piece of imaginary lint off of his shirt. Once you touched him, you broke that invisible flash shield and all of the things will come easy. Okay. Uh, for those of you who are just joined the stream right now, covering how women get attention from men, how, how desperate they are. So it's resorted to touching him, sticking their fingers up their coochie and, and dragging their fingers all over themselves and, and mentioning sex and showing off the boobs. Have you, have you guys noticed a pattern here? For those of you who are watching this right now, have you noticed a pattern? Okay. I don't see anything here regarding intelligence. Nothing here regards intelligence. It, it seriously doesn't. Nothing here regards intelligence. I mean, look, they're, they're, they're talking about, you know, smiling, touching him, uh, mentioning sex, using their boobs, using their, 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 their pussy juices. And then, and then try to like signal a blowjob. I mean, I don't see anything here that's like talking about, you know, intelligence or being nice. You know, you get our attention by just being nice to us. <laughs> oh, man. The, the, you you got to be for real. You got to be for real. Hey, looks like Deranged Pervert made it to the stream. Just joined. All right, cool, man. Oh, just getting started here. Uh, so uh, let's see. We we did, we did five. We did six. We're moving on to the next one, which is number seven. We're halfway through the list, guys. 
Uh, it's at clumsy. All right. Spill or drop something in front of it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Guys, I actually have a sort a story I can share, um, regarding this, and I believe that I, I'm pretty sure deranged pervert was here when I told that story last week. I'm not sure if he was or not. I can't really remember, but let's go on. Let's go on. So, uh, act clumsy. Spill or drop something in front of him. Act like you tripped over his foot, or even spill something on him, and apologize profusely as you're rubbing it off him with a paper towel. Okay, so let me get this straight. You want to get our attention by dropping stuff on us and then wiping it off of us. So you, what you what you basically telling me is that if there's a girl and and she needs to she has this sudden urge to to fill or feed her ego and she's outside she's just gonna like buy some water and just pour it on some random dude and say like, oh I'm so sorry that is ridiculous why would you do that you you're gonna make him hate you. They, he, oh, you get attention, all right. Not the attention you want, or maybe you do want it. Maybe you just, maybe you're just an attention whore. Maybe you, maybe you do like the type of attention. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But uh, let's see. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, no, no. Don't even, don't even spill it on him. Spill it in front of him, right? Okay. So drop something in front of him, then bend over and pick it up, so he gets an eyeful of your booty. So sorry, but guys don't want to see strong women. Oh, oh, uh, Julie, Julie, is it Julie, Julie? Yeah, Julie here has it right. Guys do not want to see strong women. You know why? Because it reminds us of men. We are attracted to feminine things, not masculine things. We don't like strong, independent women. Well, I mean, there's nothing like we don't want somebody who's a literal baby that needs to completely depend on us. But we don't want to see some uh, a, a female and a man combined together. Okay. Yeah. You're right on that part. You are right on that part. I think for once, we've actually found something here that I can agree on. Continuing on, they want to see clumsy girls who have trouble figuring out directions out of their own driveway. And if you act clumsy and helpless, you'll trigger status inside him. Uh, so uh, so uh, I guess that means that women may actually be intelligent. They're just faking their stupidity. I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just uh, but But seriously, though. You're, you, you, okay, so I said I was going to share a story regarding this. So I remember the eyeful of the booty part. I actually shared a story related to this last week uh, for the MGTOW Academy Show Live. It was about in my algebra class, right? So me and my friend uh, Marshall, we had we were working on this project, and we had to go up and turn the project. Like, it, it was where we had to make up acronyms, okay? We had to make up acronyms. For algebraic equations or something like that, right? So, for example, you have for math, you have PEMDAS, parentheses, equations, multiplication, division, addition, and subtraction. That would be an example of a way to remember some sort of an equation or whatever it may be, right? So, we we had to make these up, and we went up to the teacher, right? And how it's set up is that he was sitting at the front of the room at one of those U-shaped desks with the teacher's in the middle, but we were sitting at our normal desk. So we all went up to the end of the room, and me and Marshall, we were going up to that. We were going up to the teacher, right? And then this other girl, uh, she was uh, coming from the other side of the room, whatever, and she literally ran right in front of us just to, just to show off her ass, apparently, because, you know, that, that's what we want to do, you know? Look, look, I, I'm an algebra class woman. I'm an algebra class. I don't want to see your, 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 your thought ass or whatever it is. Okay, I want to I want to turn this stuff in and get it over with because I don't like algebra. Okay, 
no, no offense to my algebra teacher. He's a pretty nice guy, but I'm just not. No, algebra is not my thing. You showing off your thought ass in front of my face and me and my friend Marshall face. No, we don't want to see that crap. Okay. Now, of course, I, I was like my, my uh, MGTOW mindset, uh, if that makes sense, just kicked in. And I was like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. I know this stuff. I know this stuff. She's not going to get my attention. I know. No, no, no. You're not going to get it. All right. You know, you're not, you're not going to get it like that. Cause you know, I'm not that type of a guy, you know, I mean, sure. I like seeing ass, but that's not how it, you you don't, that's not what I'm attracted to. I'm not attracted to thoughts. I'm attracted to intelligent people, but Hey, those, 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 those people don't exist anymore. Intelligence people. They're like a, those species have gone extinct. Thank you, uh, MRSHL. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, is that is that you, Marshall? Is that you? Oh, a second. I I, I want to see something. Is that actually Marshall? Uh, yeah, I think I think I think my friend Marshall is actually in the live chat right now. Well, hello, Marshall. Oh, okay, so anyways. It immediately kicked it in my mind. Oh yeah, hey, hey, it is, it is, it is Marshall. Everybody who's watching this right now, the guy who I was just, the guy who I was just talking about, that, that's Marshall. Hello, Marshall. All right, so uh, that that was just another story, and and uh, and this this clumsy part that that just reinforces it. All right. Ugh. All right, let's move on. Well, now I got my friend Marshall watching, so I have to make I have to make a good impression, right? I have to make a good impression for Marshall. All right, so. That's number seven. Uh, by the way, Marshall, uh, we, we were just going over these interesting things. It was about how women get attention, their, their go-to strategy for getting attention from men. And to sum it up so far, what we have is that they wear a crap ton of lipstick. They stick their fingers up their, up their you know what, and then they wipe it all over themselves, you know, thinking that we're attracted to that, to that you know, fresh smell of, what is it again? Ta- fish taco? They think we're attracted to that? No. Uh, and then what else is it? Showing off their boobs, mentioning sex. Uh, they think that smiling is going to turn us on. Last time that I recalled, smiling isn't really like a fetish. Like, you know, just go, like, like go on a Pornhub and type in the word smiling. I don't think you're going to find any, like, weird smiling videos, you know, because last time I checked, smiling isn't supposed to turn you guys on, you know. But, hey, who want to say that? Uh, then what else is it? Touching him. You know what I've noticed there? Nothing in this list involves, you know, I don't know, being smart being nice, being courteous, or any of that kind of stuff. It involves nothing like that. It's all about utilizing their exterior assets, their physical assets, like literally using their boobs, literally using their ass. No. Okay. Like, look, it's fine. But like, don't you have anything else? Like anything up in your head to use? Like you can't use anything in your head? Come on. So, okay, we've got number seven now. Let's go on to number eight. All right. Number eight. Twirl your hair. Nothing says push me down or fuck me right here to a guy better than playing with your hair while you're talking to him. You could be talking about string theory and particle physics, but if you play with your hair while you're doing it, you can pretty much lead him around by his dick like he's a dog on a leash. That was by Mar, who's 27. Okay, so apparently um, hair is the answer to, to, to sex, I, I guess. You know, I mean, if, you know... According to this, if a girl twirls her hair, she can supposedly just, you know, control me like a dog, you know? I mean, whatever, if, if you say so. Okay, I'm not a physics expert like this woman is, apparently, but 
Eh, I don't know. Making eye contact. Oh, oh, making eye contact. Do you mean basic social skills? Oh, okay, guys, this just in. Uh, basic social skills is actually something uh, that women use to get attention from men. Yeah, wh- wow. Okay, okay. Basic social skills, also known as making eye contact. Look him straight in the eyes. Do not break eye contact. Pretend that your eyes are to burn an imaginary hole in the back of his head. And then when he's looking back, arch one of your eyebrows seductively. And then you can pretty much lead him into the bedroom by his necktie. <laughs> All right, guys. I mean, okay, okay, okay. So uh, you make eye contact, but at the same time, you got to avoid it. You know what I mean? That, that's how things work. You got to make the eye contact, but you got to avoid the eye contact. So, yes. All right. So despite the fact that we just you were, you were literally just told to make eye contact, now you got to avoid eye contact. Stare at him until he notices that you're staring. Then the minute he looks at you, you look away and pretend that you're ashamed that, that he caught you checking him out. Okay. Um, that's just, that's a bit awkward for me because, like, if you're staring at me, that is a bit weird. But okay, whatever. So now if a, if a girl is staring. If a girl's staring at me, I I know that it's it's obviously for attention, right? Okay, thanks, thank you, Bel- thank you, Belinda. Okay, compliment him. You can compliment him. Oh, you mean common courtesy, being nice? Oh, okay. Wow, what a surprise. So compliment him about anything, no matter how mundane. There's suckers for it. If you compliment a man, what he hears is you right now. You could be in the middle of saying, "Hey, that's a really nice jacket." And, he already has half of his clothes off. Um, I mean, uh, you know, whenever someone gives you a compliment, you're okay. So I am a weird person, and Marshall knows that, right? Whenever somebody compliments me, I don't just take my clothes off. You know, they're, they're like, like, like. Imagine if Marshall, imagine if Marshall saw me at school one day, and it's like, hey, Andrew, those are some nice pants, and those are some nice jeans he got. I'm like, oh, thanks, Marshall. Let me just take my pants off. No, no. That is not how it works, women. No. We do not take our, what is it, clothes off or whatever. We compliment us. We say thank you. Okay? Like, <laughs> somebody just compliments you. Hey, hey, Mixed Academy, that's some nice jeans you got there. All right, thank you. Takes his jeans off. I mean, I mean that, that's, what, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Exactly. Like, deranged pervert put it in the live chat. She wants you to qualify yourself to her. It's about leverage in a, in a negotiation. All right. <clears throat> Giggling. So giggle. Even if it makes you sound like an idiot. No, actually, especially if it makes you sound like an idiot. There will be plenty of time to show him how smart you are once you've captured him. But if you want to cast a net that's sure to ensnare him, giggle like you're too dumb to get the joke, but are laughing anyway. Yeah, I know it's insulting to both parties, but hey, I don't make the rules. So I just report them. So... Apparently now, if, if if a woman giggles, you can't trust them. So guys, remember if if so, if if a woman's giggling, you you can't trust them. It's a trap, okay? If they laugh, if they're giggling, it is a trap. Yes. Okay. Smirk. When I'm hungry for some male attention, I just put a smirk on my face, like I know sexual secrets about everybody in the room. It's like magic. It's like I'm a snake charmer, and suddenly all the snakes are setting out attention facing me. Guys, find it. Unbearably sexy. I've seen myself doing it in bar mirrors, and I have to admit, it's pretty sexy. Okay, so um, if you got a smirk on your face, hey, Master Menos. Uh oh, hey, Master Menos, thank you for joining the stream. Oh uh, yeah, I, I am proud. It's it's been uh it's been one year since MGTOW Academy launched its first video 
to the world. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a great one year, guys. So for those of you who have been supporting me, thank you for the continued support. It's greatly appreciated. But anyways, uh, listen. So for those of you who are just joining the stream right now, we're going over a list of how women use strategies to capture male attention. So apparently, if you're just sitting in a room and you smirk, and, and to many more, yes, agreed, to many more. And to many more, yes. But um, anyways, if you so this Ashley, who is 21, says that if you're in a room or whatever, right, and you put on a smirk, apparently men are the, the guys find that smirk unbelievably sexy. You know, I don't know about you guys, but if there's just someone sitting in a room and they just put on a smirk on their face, I'm gonna think that they got some mental issues. Or they farted and they're just waiting for someone to smell it. That, that's what I think. Because how? Why would you just? Why would you just sit in a room and smirk for no reason? Like like maybe you thought of a really funny meme at the wrong time, or maybe you you farted and you just waited for someone to smell it. Because that's that's what I think. I mean, you're just sitting there and you smirk, but, but apparently it's supposed to be unbearably sexy. So whatever, smirking is now unbearably sexy by the laws of physics. Yes. Final one. Sitting alone at a bar. Okay, this is, even though it's short, it demonstrates a good point because it shows that women are actually self-aware. They're aware of the fact that they can, that they literally have a buffet of dick, a buffet of men to choose from. Look, sit alone at a bar. Are you kidding? If a girl wants to get laid, all she has to do is sit at a bar alone. If a guy sits alone at a bar, people move away from him. But if a girl does... It's like bees to honey. That was by Crystal, who was 24. Guys, this shows that they know. They know that they can get sex easy, and they know it. They know it. Yeah, this isn't just like something that they're unaware of. They are aware of it. This is freaking little proof right here. Whew. Okay, guys, so that is that is uh, 14 hectic ways that women get attention from men when, they're, when women crave. And by the way, I want to cover this one one more time for those of you who have just joined the stream. It's called Natural Perfume. All right, so I want to cover this one one more time just to make sure everyone is aware that the perfume that you might be smelling on a woman is not, you know, may not be perfume after all. So, Natural Perfume. If I'm at a club or a bar and I want to attract men, I'll just go into the bathroom, stick my fingers between my legs, and swirl my fingers around my kitty, and then dab the moisture behind my ears and on my wrists. It works like a charm every time. Don't believe me? Well, try it. Um, y- y- you know, you see, yeah, okay. And it's, uh, you know, I- I'm not going near the, the perfume department at, at-, at stores anymore because I'm uncomfortable because of that. Thank you, guys. Okay, well, there's that. Uh, let's see what we can cover next. By the way, if you guys have any articles or any topics that you want me to discuss, like if there's like a, uh, a current issue that you want me to talk about, or if there's any ideas you want me to discuss, uh, feel free to let me know in the live chat. I'll go. I'll be happy to discuss it. You know, that's what I'm here for. Uh, if there's any articles, be sure to post it in the live chat or just type up the name or whatever, uh, whatever you want to do. So let's see. We got a choice of articles. Uh, one about men depression. Uh, why aren't men, more men working? Mm. Let me see. Uh-huh. 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 Oh. All right. This 
disappearing mail worker. There's a bunch of stories here, guys. By the way, if you have anything you want me to cover, just let me know because I'd appreciate that. Oh, feminists work harder at math and more likely to sacrifice men. Wow. Okay. Uh, I think I think we should do that one, right? All right, we'll do that one. All right, so we're doing this next article. It's about how feminists apparently work harder at math and that they're more likely to sacrifice men. All right, let's go ahead and check it out. This is actually a pretty cool story. All right, so. Okay, okay. All right, I think I think we're good. So, oh yeah, here it is. This is by Newsweek.com. Uh, no, no, no. It's not what I wanted. It's not what I wanted. No. Okay, good. This is it right here. This is it right here, folks. All right, so. All right, so. Feminists work harder at math and are more likely to sacrifice men study says ooh all right so what what they're saying is that women that the feminists are more likely to sacrifice men who would have ever guessed Feminists, feminists are better than men. That's what they've always been telling us, but I know it's not true. However, it may also cause these women to react more hard. What? No way. No way. Feminist ideologies cause to react harshly towards men. Who would have ever guessed? The study posted in the public, in the what is it now? Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin explored how identifying as a feminist influenced women oh oh i know i know you know i'm not a part i'm not a part of the what is it personality and social psychology bulletin i'm not a part of that but i'll tell you what feminist women in a good way okay it, it okay so their sexual market value it drops to a negative number okay so one i think it's one or two tons and um they, they they just turn into monsters, inhuman monsters, subhuman monsters, subhuman. All right. <clears throat> so uh, what is it here? The team had female volunteers, both who identified strongly as feminists and those who did not, to take a series of tests. <clears throat> the first test was designed to explore how gender stereotypes affect women's math skills. Math is typically seen as a man's subject, and studies suggest that because of this, girls often underperform in this class, according to The Guardian. For the test, the women were given increasingly hard math questions, and finally, one math equation that was impossible to solve, according to new scientists. The women were also shown images of men and women performing gender stereotypical tasks, such as women cleaning and men fishing, to help remind them of gender stereotypes. The results showed that feminists spent more time trying to complete the more difficult math questions and the impossible one. All right. Let's continue reading. <clears throat> all right. So it's the exposure to steer. Oh God. What is it? Okay. All right. All right. Sometimes sometime the web pages, it like it randomly like jumps. So I do apologize about that in advance, but let's continue reading. All right. So 
It's the exposure to stereotypes that makes feminists harsher to men, while counter stereotypes make them kinder to men. Study co uh, study author Jolian Van Breen of Exeter University told New Scientist. Research shows that gender stereotypes not are only harmful to girls' success, but they can also affect their health. For example, the idea that girls are weak and that are sexual objects, it puts them at risk for great harm. They're at a greater risk for HIV and STIs and child marriage. They are at far, far, far more at risk of gender-based violence. Gender-based violence. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Gender-based violence. You know, it, it is actually true that men... I'm not sure. I want to research this. Uh, Okay, so let's, let's see if I can get a definition. Gender-based violence. What is this? I want to see what it is. I do know that it is true, however, that men... Uh, the, the, there's this false assertion demonstrated in mainstream entertainment that it's men who are the who are always the perpetrators or the assaulters or whatever it may be um, in in domestic violence, right? So let's see. Oh, okay, okay. Gender-based violence is violence against women. Okay, so let me get this straight here. So. Women are more likely to be to fall victim. They're at a greater risk of gender-based violence. Yet the definition is violence against women. What do you expect? It's just okay. Maybe there's something wrong here, but I don't get that. That's a bit confusing. Now that is very confusing. But we're going to continue reading. Okay, so Robert Blum, a pediatrician and professor of public health at John Hopkins University, who led the research on Jeff, told NPR. Uh, and also the idea that boys are strong makes them inclined to drink, smoke, and use drugs at a younger age. Oh, boy. Once again, we have the attack on masculinity. Once you look at that. All right. So also the idea that boys are strong makes them inclined to drink, smoke, and use drugs at a younger age. So the idea that boys are strong. So the, the, the idea... That boys are strong. It's the idea of masculinity, the idea of manliness. That's where masculinity comes from. Okay, so they're not saying it; they're just rewording it. They are. This isn't. This is a masculinity that we have been talking about for the longest time now. So they're saying that because of masculinity, boys are inclined to drink, smoke, and use drugs at a younger age. Well. I mean, not really, because call superheroes or whatever using uh, drugs that much or whatever. And yes, like I understand that there are scenes like that, and, and I get that. But if you want to stop boys from drinking, smoking, and using drugs at a younger age, I suggest that you invest more money in effective anti-drug campaigns. It is not, I repeat, it is not masculinity. And they rewarded it here. They didn't say masculinity, but they just rewarded it. The idea that boys are strong. They just rewarded it. Okay? They, they, they changed the words around. It's the same thing. Masculinity is not to blame for drinking, smoking, and, and use of drugs. Okay? I can see how it would push boys to do that, but that's not what it's about. Okay? That's like a drug. That's like a 
a drug culture thing or a smoking thing, an alcohol thing. That's that's not what masculinity is, okay? Create effective anti-drug campaigns and anti-alcohol campaigns or whatever it is to teach men and young boys to not do drugs and not smoke or whatever's at a young age, okay? Do that. Don't attack masculinity, okay? That's not the right answer. I promise you, it's not the right answer. All right, so let's continue reading. The new research on gender stereotypes and the protection that feminism may offer can help us better minimize harm from all forms of stereotypes. Uh, I think I think that's it, actually, right? Oh, God, that was a short article. So uh, apparently uh, feminists are better at men than math, I, I, I guess. And uh, masculinity is to blame for men's problems. So... Yeah, guys. Yeah, play masculinity. You know, it's it's obviously masculinity's fault, right? So um, there's that. Uh, let's see what else we can find. Oh, I have. I think I remember this one. It was this thing. Aha, uh-huh, this is it. So it's 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 from the Montreal Gazette, and the story is titled "McGill Music Student Awarded Three Hundred Fifty Thousand Dollars After Girlfriend Stalls Career." Let's go ahead and take a look. All right, so. Uh, actually uh yeah we'll do we'll do the Montreal. okay all right let's see if we can find it no we can't ah uh, no we can't okay fine it's okay we'll do this one uh um, all right. I don't do CTV news because they 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 purposely avoided men uh, as the leading demographic in male suicide. CTV, whatever. I can't do anything else. Let's go ahead and get into the actual story, guys. All right. So, uh, oh, deranged pervert said in the live chat. The main issue is that society is gynocentric because. Uh, the egg is more valuable than the sperm. Therefore, men are expendable and meant to dominate each other. Exactly, exactly. Good point. Women are valuable. That's how society views them. And men aren't. That's why we're always trying to compete against each other. And that's why our problems are ignored. You know? Nobody cares about male suicide. Nobody cares about us leading work-related deaths. You know why? You know why? It's because we're expendable. We're disposable. We're our, we are replaceable. Okay? If one of us dies, you know, people pretend to care, but they really don't. Because you get replaced by another guy. All right? It's, it's, not, it's seriously not a big deal. You get replaced. And people don't realize that. Okay? It's, it's, like, it's like worrying about a problem for a disposable item. You know? It's disposable. You're not going to use it again. Why would you care about a problem regarding that disposable item? And that's the exact situation that men are facing these days. So, good point, deranged pervert. You made a really great point. So, we're going to move on to the next story here. Former McGill student wins $350,000 lawsuit after X tries to derail music career. Okay. A former McGill student won a lawsuit against his ex-girlfriend after she successfully plotted to derail his career as a promising concert clarinetist. 
In a lawsuit filed in Ontario's Superior Court, Eric Abramovodis, I believe this is Abramovodis, said Jennifer Junian Lee had deleted an email addressed to him in which he was offered a full scholarship. This is a full scholarship to the Colburn Conservatory of Music in Los Angeles, California. Using Abramotive's email, Lee declined the offer in an apparent bid to force him to stay close to her. She then created a fake email address in which she impersonated Gilad, writing to Abramotive and saying that he had not been accepted for the full scholarship, knowing he could not attend the, the school under that condition. At Colborne, Abramotive uh, would have studied directly under world-renowned clarinetist Yehuda Galad. Several years later, Abramotive was able to study under Galad under a certificate program. The musician, who uh, only accepts two students per year, inquired why Abramotive had turned down the opportunity to study with him and thus revealing the ruse. In his ruling, Judge D.L. Corbett Jr. called Lee's conduct despicable and sufficiently blameworthy to merit awards of punitive and aggravated damages. In total, the judge awarded Abramotive... That name is confusing. Excuse me. Uh, Abramotive $350,000, saying the amount represented the court's revulsion at having a closely held personal dream snatched from him by a person that he trusted. And Lee never... Okay, so let's get this here. Lee never actually showed up to court to defend herself. So the judgment, it was it was there for defaults. So she's not even... She's not even taking responsibilities for her actions. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point, Derange Pervert. Derange Pervert made a great point. Uh, in reality, uh, talking about how the men disposable part. In reality, we are better than we than you know we are portrayed to be or whatever. Okay, we're not as bad as we as as me, the media portrays us. We're not as bad as we're believed to be or whatever. No, okay, we are so much more valuable than that, and that's where MGTOW comes in. Okay, that that is where MGTOW comes in, right? Um. I want to see some real quick. Well, I think it's fine, right? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so uh, there's that. Let's see. Uh, do you guys have any topics that you want to discuss right now, or what? Like, if you guys want to talk about anything or whatever it may be, like, is there like a topic or something? Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, by the way, guys. I actually may be getting on to Spotify in the upcoming future. So um, I'm not sure if anybody here uses Spotify, but I may be getting on. There's not a guarantee, and the review process does take a while, but there is a chance that I will be on Spotify. Um, so the, like, it's, it'll be under the podcast section for Spotify. And I do know a couple of people personally who listen to Spotify, so that's a, that is a pretty good bonus, if you will. Because I mean, that, that, I mean, it's a it's a pretty popular platform, so getting on a Spotify would be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's any other s- stuff that we can cover. I'm not aware of anything else that uh, can be covered. Micro cheating, families that work. There are more men working. Yeah, guys. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to cover for for the show. If there's anything. 
The news topics are cool. Uh, thank you, Drage Perfect. I do appreciate that. Uh, do you guys have like any suggestions that you want to, um, like just like is there any like topics you want to discuss or anything or whatever it is? Because uh, I don't mind talking about it, but I don't really have anything else to discuss. So it's up to you guys right now. If there's like something you want to discuss, you can let me know, or I might have to shut it down. Um, you know what? Before we do anything else, I'm gonna drink social blood real quick. Okay, uh, I want to see how Mictel Academy do. How Mictel Academy is doing, right? Social blade. Ah, uh -huh, there we are. There we are. Let's see how Mictel Academy is doing on social blade. Nope, that's up in here. So we'll do. Uh, uh, we'll do Academy. All right. So Mictel Academy. We'll see how we're doing. Uh. There we are. 61 uploads. Wow. 61 uploads go by pretty fast. So we're doing pretty good. Except for the C rating, but I don't know, whatever. Uh, that's the ranking against my whole database. And then... Subscriber rank. Really ads. By the way, if um, anybody want, does want to donate to the Patreon, you don't have to, but it's optional. If you want to donate to the Patreon, you can. You don't have to. It's an optional thing, but some people... In the last live stream, uh, we're wondering, and I was like, well, I mean, if you want it, here you go. So there's that. Let's see the future projections for MGTOW Academy to see how things are how things are playing out. Um, I wonder how long it'll be until we get to 1,000 subscribers. I'm just wondering. 1,147 days. Not bad. Not bad. Okay, guys. So um, I guess that there's nothing else to cover for tonight's uh, show. Looks like we're, we're going to go ahead and shut it down here. I'll go ahead and uh, turn off the screen share feature. So for those of you who have joined me for the past, uh, I don't know how long we've been live. It's been over an hour for sure. Um, I think it's almost an hour and a half. An hour, 20-something minutes maybe. So for those of Oh, I, I do have a Bitcoin address, actually. Uh, I, I think I do have it, right? Oh, not now. I don't see it here. Oh, yeah. I, I do have a Bitcoin address. Uh, but I don't have it posted in the about section right now. So, uh, I mean, if you do want, if you want to donate to Bitcoin, let's see if I can... Um, Get something set up, but whatever. It's okay. Donations are optional and they're not required. Uh, so, guys, I'd like to thank you for joining me on the show. Uh, it's been a pleasure making MGTOW content for you guys for the past year. I've really enjoyed the process. I met some great guys online. I've learned a lot from the MGTOW community. It's made me a much better person. And, uh, you know, this is just one year. This is like, this is nothing compared to what I'm hoping for. You know, I, I hope to keep MGTOW Academy running as long as I'm able to produce content. That will be a very very long time. So uh, I look forward to working with you guys, putting out content and uh, creating some productive discussions here. Uh, you should expect my next podcast to drop soon. And uh, I'm just looking to, you know, go on more platforms and trying to get a, a backup platform set up. Uh, and then I'm, I'm working on a lot of stuff like behind the you know, MGTOW stuff. Maybe on other videos, I'll send some. Satoshis. Okay. I'm not, is that like a foreign currency or something? So, so what is it? Satoshi's? Uh, is that a foreign currency? 
maybe i'm not sure i'm not really i'm not really familiar with cryptocurrencies that much but um anyways guys i'd like to thank you for uh joining me on the stream it's been a pleasure this will be archived as a podcast on all platforms that the make academy show is on so um yeah guys i will see you tomorrow because you know i do have daily content coming out now so Remember, men, that it's a dangerous world out there, so be sure to keep taking your daily doses of red pills and to stay safe. This is Make Academy signing off. Everybody, have a good night.